You have two different career IRS employees who go forward and they testified before the House at great risk to themselves that Attorney General Merrick Garland has committed multiple felonies. In particular, number one, that he lied under oath to Congress. Yeah, Senator Ted Cruz there talking about the whistleblower, the explosive bombshell whistleblower testimony that, you know, maybe uh, I was going to say half. We'd be lucky if half of the media world was covering it. Maybe 10% of the media world is covering it. This is some of the biggest bombshell stuff since Watergate, whereas there was no proof or evidence or a shred of fact whatsoever regarding Trump-Russia collusion. There is an ever-growing mountain of evidence of the Biden criminal crime family and the willingness of the deep state to facilitate them in their criminality and moves. Let's talk about that and lots more with our next guest, the co-author of Rogue Prosecutors, Zach Smith, back with us this morning, legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. Hey, Zach, I got a notice yesterday from one of my friends who runs the Missouri chapter of the Republican National Lawyers Association that Cully Stimson, your co-author of Rogue Prosecutors, is coming to St. Louis in a couple of weeks to do an event with the RNLA here in Missouri and to talk about rogue prosecutors. When do you get to when do you get to travel in first class and stay in swanky hotels like Cully does? Tim, they rarely let me out of the office. Uh, they're horrified at what I'll say when I hit the road. Uh, but we are uh, we are actually uh, both on the road right now, uh, tackling different cities and different events. And uh, I hope to make my way to St. Louis uh, soon as well. Well, that would be that would be great, Zach. We'd be happy to have you here in the Show Me State and a very important book that we'll talk about here. In just, well, actually, Zach, this is kind of, I think, tied to that. My first question, I'm not, I'll ask you about the uh, testimony up on Capitol Hill a little bit later. But, Zach, we were covering a um, there is a, uh, a big a big story out on some of the media networks this morning about the fact that a law that you and I talked about months ago in the crazy confines of the People's Republic of Illinois. It's about to go into effect, Zach, this idea that we're going to now have cashless bail. Uh, The Illinois Sheriff's Association is bracing for the coming fallout of what they believe is America's most dangerous law. Zach, would you explain to our listeners what are we talking about when we're talking about cashless bail and why do you think that the Illinois sheriffs are calling it America's most dangerous law? Well, I imagine they're calling it America's most dangerous law because they know exactly what's going to happen. Essentially, what this law is going to do, it's going to allow most offenders to be arrested and then immediately released back onto the street in their communities. Even people who are accused of committing very violent crimes, even people who are repeat offenders, will be eligible for release under this new Illinois law. Uh, the Illinois law, it's, uh, you know, kind of has one of those Orwellian names. The Safety Act is what it's called. Oh, boy. Uh, but, but, you know, of course, it's not going to impro- uh, improve the safety of Illinois or the citizens in the community. And again, this this bill does a host of things that are very problematic, very dangerous uh, from a criminal justice perspective. Uh, but this cashless bail provision in particular is one that many people are very concerned about, especially after you look at what's happened in other states uh, where this same type of policy has been implemented. New York, for example, you know, they've had uh, many, many problems with their uh, essentially, you know, catch and release type policy uh, regarding bail there. And that New York law uh, was very uh, mild compared to what Illinois is proposing to do with the Safety Act. 
Mm-hmm. So, Zach, uh, bring me up to speed on where we are with the uh, rogue prosecutors. You wrote the book. You and Cully Stimson literally wrote the book on rogue prosecutors. It's available right now wherever you can get books. Zach, uh, where are we on rogue prosecutors in the land of Lincoln? Uh, I know Kim Fox up in Chicago. I think, Zach, she she either lost in a primary or decided not to run for office again. But, you know, there's always more people willing to pick up the mantle of uh, Soros's um, uh, of, of Soros's radical uh, criminal philosophy. So, you know, are, are we combining this law with some rogue prosecutors in Illinois, which is going to be an absolute a recipe for disaster there? Well, yeah, absolutely. Kim Fox, she said she's not going to run for re-election. She still has about 18 months left in her term, though. And essentially what the Safety Act is doing, it's essentially codifying and really putting on steroids what many of these rogue prosecutors have already been doing. And so essentially it would force this same policy of essentially, you know, not asking for bail for even repeat violent offenders. It would force this same policy on every county, every state's attorney across the entire state. Uh, and so, you know, we know Chicago doesn't have a crime problem at all. Uh, it's a very safe, uh, big, I'm being uh, tongue in cheek uh, saying that. Uh, but, you know, it's a, it is a very uh, sad day for Illinois uh, that this policy is going to be implemented. And, you know, I encourage everyone go read some of the stuff the sheriffs have written about the law because they will tell you many of the individuals who are accused of crimes, violent crimes, who are sitting in their jails today, people who are currently sitting in their jails waiting for trial, they'll have to release them under this new uh, law. And so I think everyone expects uh, crime rates will, you know, unfortunately increase once this law goes into effect. And Zach, before we leave this topic, let's remind folks, uh, as one of our uh, listeners did this morning, who the real people who are going to be hurt by this. Uh, as you examine in Rogue Prosecutors, and by the way, folks, you should pick up a copy of this. It's available right now in paperback, wherever you can get books at Amazon, et cetera. Rogue Prosecutors, how radical Soros lawyers are destroying America's communities. Zach, whether it's cashless bail, whether it's Rogue Prosecutors, uh, the, the, the people who are getting hurt are the victims of crime and their family members, right? They're the ones who, you know, the left always says they're out there. They're all, they're always out there to protect the little guy, you know, the little guy, the little, the, the little men and women of the, the world, the ones who, the downtrodden, the left behind, uh, the, the, the ones who are uh, the victims, but they're, they're, they're hurting victims more, uh, aren't they? Uh, absolutely. You know, the victims are the forgotten of this entire conversation. Uh, a lot of time and effort is focused on the offender, trying to you know, rehabilitate the offender, you know, what sentence is too harsh for the offender. But no one really talks about the victims, and that's consistently uh, been a theme across this rogue prosecutor movement. Cole and I, we do talk about it in the book, and we highlight several stories, not only from Chicago, but from Los Angeles and Philadelphia and Maryland, and, and essentially wherever these rogue prosecutors have been put into place. And the victims' families will tell you uh, this process uh, going through the criminal justice process where these rogue prosecutors refuse to do their jobs, refuse to seek accountability for offenders, it really re-victimizes them and traumatizes them in a lot of ways. And unfortunately, you know, that theme is, is consistent across all the cities where these rogue prosecutors are in power. Zach, uh, is uh, based based on what we have all seen, 
heard, and read coming out of the explosive whistleblower testimony of both uh, Gary Shapley and his colleague, uh, I believe his name's Joseph Ziegler, over at the IRS. These are these are two IRS agents, seasoned IRS agents. Between the two of them, I think they've been serving for nearly thirty years uh, at the Internal Revenue Service uh, as in the investigatory department. Based on everything that they have said, what we've heard about it, what we've read about it, Zach, is our Department of Justice broken? Does it need to be dismantled? I mean, it seems like we are really on the verge of uh, uh, of being a third world country where who, whoever happens to be the party in power, they just use the extremely powerful might and ferocity of uh, our federal law enforcement agencies to target their political opponents. Well, look, I think a lot of the testimony we've heard over the past couple of days is obviously very troubling uh, testimony, to put it mildly. I think Merrick Garland, the attorney general, uh, obviously needs to come back before Congress, answer additional questions. You know, we talked about before there were inconsistencies uh, between the testimony of these whistleblowers, what they claimed happened and what Merrick Garland uh, previously has told Congress. There's the entire back and forth with David Weiss, the U.S. attorney uh, there in Delaware, about what power he had, whether he had special counsel status, whether he asked for it, uh, whether he was told he couldn't bring charges in other jurisdictions. And so I certainly think Merrick Garland needs to come back before Congress and answer, uh, clarify many of those issues that we've heard. But look, Tim, we've talked about it a lot before. There's the perception, if not the reality right now, uh, that mm-hmm. there's a double standard justice being applied uh, to different individuals in our country based on political party or who's in power, like you said. And that's very troubling and something that we as the American people uh, can't tolerate. Could not agree with you more. Zach Smith, our guest here this morning, legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation, author of Rogue Prosecutors at TZ Smith on Twitter. Zach, thanks so much for everything, for all the insight and analysis. Uh, Good luck to you. Safe travels. And we'll look forward to speaking with you again soon. Sounds great. Thanks so much, Kim. Take care.